Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, the podcast where I show you how the practice of inner kindness changes everything. Through the conversations here, I'll teach you how to turn that harsh, critical, and even hurtful inner voice into one that is kind, supportive, and healing. I'm Pete Sibley, the self-kindness coach, and I am so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley and, you know, I heard that introduction today in a totally different way. I heard it as me talking to me saying, you know, I'm glad you're here. And I am too. And how about you? What are you grateful for as this year turns from what we call the old to the new. And even if you aren't a fan of all of the New Year's resolution idea, it's hard to not come to this moment in time and not be reflective. And that's beautiful. I think that that is the work that we don't do often enough, being reflective day in and day out of how are we living And that's what we're going to talk about today, my friends. So to check in and see, are you glad that you are here? Are you glad in how you are showing up? Or are you telling a story about how things need to change? Are you even present with who you are in your physical being right now? Are you aware of the space between the thoughts? Can you feel that lower back, like I'm feeling right now, sitting in my chair? Can you feel the tightness in the shoulders, like I feel? Maybe it would be a good day for some stretching, some yoga. Can you hear the other noises outside of your own mind? Are you even paying attention to them? Are they... Sounds of birds, like what I hear. I hear crows cackling in the background out there. I hear a car go by. Getting present, growing your inner awareness. That is the gift of what we are going to be talking about today, which are your emotions. Now, this has been coming up a lot in my own life of understanding that my journey is taking me into becoming more and more adept at actually feeling emotions. It was just a few years ago where I suddenly noticed that, hey, I'm a man in my 40s and I don't really know how to do these things called emotions. Now, I actually saw myself as being a really open-hearted, you know, man that wore my emotions on my sleeve and yet what I came to find is I could kind of do two emotions sort of and one emotion kind of brought me to it's kind of like all right this is let's see if you can track with me I don't know if you remember on the game show the price is right there was a game called Plinko and you would drop a little chip at the top and it would there were all these little pegs in the board and as the chip came down it would bounce off the pegs and go in different directions and 
you know, the idea of the game was to drop, you would try to get as many chips as you can, first of all, by guessing the right pr prices. And then when you dropped, they went down and they either landed on, you know, money that you would get as your prize, or it would land on like, you know, an X or something like that, which is nothing. And so I use that analogy because I kind of feel like in my own emotional experience, what I thought was feeling my feelings was really like this Plinko game and it was rigged. It was rigged to kind of go to one of two emotions. And for me, those emotions were like any experience that would come up, they would either move me to this really deep sadness, which also embodied qualities of shame and disappointment, or it would move me to a feeling of anger. And I might have let the sadness happen a little bit, but I was very adept at um, not allowing the anger until it started to come out as rage, which would include me driving down the road feeling ashamed and feeling stuck and feeling overwhelmed and angry at myself and pounding the ceiling of my car, not knowing another way. So I want to ask you, I want to ask all of us, that idea of reflection that comes up at this time of year, you know, what is going on here? Each day we have thoughts, each day we have feelings, we interact with those thoughts and feelings, and we call this our life. And when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling ashamed, angry at yourself, afraid things will turn out bad, you're feeling anxious, which might sum up some or all of what you've been feeling lately in 2022. One in 2020, that's the time for heightened awareness. But it's usually the time that we want to numb out. We want to turn off and we want to run away. So I want to say that again. When you're feeling those heavy emotions, that is the time to heighten your awareness. And for most of us, we've learned that that's the time to numb out, to turn off and run away. So today I want to talk about why, and I want to talk about where that why came from, and then I want to talk about how to shift that in your own life. So why? The why comes from because we have been taught, because you believe you can't handle those emotions, those big feelings of stuck, overwhelmed, shame, frustration, rage, anxiousness. We believe we can't handle it when we're sitting on the precipice of those emotions coming up. I found these quotes online around things that are said about emotions. Things like, don't let your emotions get the better of you. Emotions are the enemy. You are a slave to your emotions and never let your emotions overpower your intelligence. So you're told that it's not 
the emotions that are the problem, but how we decide to deal with them. And even that word, how you deal with emotions, implies that something needs to be put right. Read, emotions are wrong. What is so fascinating to me is that we have what feels like all this beautiful wisdom that talks about, um, you know, that emotions are okay. You know, I feel like we're opening up as a culture to start to discuss this more and more and more. And yet the underlying uh, place that we come from, where we react from, how we take our own actions in our day-to-day come from these older lessons, these older stories about emotions. Don't let your emotions get the better of you. And we learn to tiptoe around emotions from the people we love. We've learned this story from them, people we respect and admire. Or many times we learn through what we don't want, our emotions, what we believe emotions can do to us, fear, and people who, uh, you know, who we are hurt or cause trauma in our lives. So first off, what we want to note here is what we run from is different than what we move towards in our lives. If we're constantly running from what we don't want, that's never going to grow within us the skill of how to move towards what we do want. It'll keep us looking for what to run from. It'll keep your antenna up for looking for those things to move away from rather than putting your energy on looking for what you want to go towards. So it's different that energy of running from something, wanting to numb out from something, than growing your awareness and ability to move towards. So it might seem like a small differentiating detail, but think of how often during your day that you might be thinking about what you don't want, what didn't work, or how to head off XYZ, that you are playing a lot of defense in your life. Now imagine the majority of your day being focused on what lights you up, what brings you joy, what are things you're grateful for, speaking with grace towards yourself, looking for how it's possible for things to be okay right where they are right now. Emotions are reminders. They will guide you back every time to you if you follow them, if you move towards them. It's the only place going back into you. It's the only place you connect to your wisdom, your opinion, your sense of safety, groundedness, support, acceptance, and trust. So let's take a look at some of those sayings that I mentioned earlier that we have adopted as truths simply because we've heard them so often. So, you know, don't let your emotions get the best of you or better of you. And when we live that, we don't let emotions get 
the quote-unquote best of us. And we hold back the best of us. And we treat our emotions as problems, as something to deal with, like a pet that's been peeing on the carpet or worse. We don't give our emotions loving attention, compassion, respect. And yet emotions are part of you. They're not something outside of you. And so you are doing that within you. And the only reason why they're treated in that way is a lack of understanding. And your fear will always override your logic. Enemy, overpower, slave. This is the language that so often we associate with how to quote-unquote deal with these emotions. And up until recently, anybody who speaks, you know, in an opposing language to that, you know, enemy needing to overpower and overcome emotions gets teased or mocked or ridiculed. I've even had people tell me that they see my podcast, it registers with them, but then they end up skipping over it because of a title like self-kindness. And they tell me that they're, they, it's like they feel disgusted, they feel it's gross. And that's a mind that is feeding and giving you thoughts that create those feelings of disgust that it sees that mind sees your emotions as a problem as unworthy as less than and we can trace that back to hundreds of years of people and leaders who were fearful of their own emotions and desires and therefore made it damning to have a positive relationship with their emotions but what could be more natural to feel emotions? So many people I talk to lack the skills. And it's not because you're stupid or dumb or unwilling. But it's because you've been scared shitless for decades around feelings. We tell ourselves that we can't handle it. We've been told that being emotional is immature, it's an adult, it's out of control. So I'm saying no more. No more to this language, this belief. And you can begin to change that narrative in you today. So how are you at feelings? I had one client recently tell me that they had thought that they had been feeling their emotions, feeling their feelings. But as they got into their own inner kindness practice, they saw that they were thinking extensively about their feelings and calling that feeling them. So go into your body right now. I invite you. Where do you notice sensations? Is there tightness? 
how about your breathing? And isn't that cool how when you put your attention on your breathing, you end up breathing deeply? Maybe for the first time in the last 10 minutes? Every emotion can be experienced through your noticing, through your attention, through your awareness. This power of a practice like this is that it lessens the degree and the length of the emotions that we were taught to be fearful of. By allowing emotions, they pass more quickly and more completely. And there can be shame that is wrapped up in allowing emotions. And that's where we go to work with an inner kindness practice. That's how this practice informs and supports you in real time. Shame has come from your thoughts in the meaning that we add to emotions. That's where your power lies. That's where your agency lies. Learning to tap into that wisdom, that truth, that power is the key. It's the key to living a fully expressed, loving, and free to be you, life. And it's just the beginning of the next level of wonderful you. I did not know that I didn't know how to feel proud of myself when I was experiencing that deep sense of self-doubt, of self-loathing, of feeling stuck, of feeling overwhelmed, of mentally abusing myself. I didn't see how to get there. So let's take that journey. I invite you to that journey, however it looks for you. For me and my clients, it looks like a journey of thought awareness, self-awareness. It looks like a journey of feeling lost and behind to grounded and present. The journey of self-abuse as motivation to self-support and championing. Self-loathing to self-acceptance. Doubt to trust. Stuck to free. Overwhelmed to peace-filled. It's possible, my friends, and I invite you to it. So let's breathe deep together. Let's invite that reflection, and let's go have some feelings. (laughs) Allow what's there. All right, my friends, I love you lots, and we'll see you next week. Hello, self-kindness with Pete listener. Are you ready? If this message resonates with you today, reach out. I know I can help you. We can jump on a call. I'll give you a couple things you can work on right away that you can implement. And if it works, we can keep working together for six months or a year, and I'll walk you step-by-step through every step of the way. You are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you, the kindness you express to the world. Time to turn that in and start living that beautiful, brilliant life. Go to the show notes, click on the link, and let's start today. I can't wait to talk.